Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we speak to the winner of the Ivory Coast Rally, Gary Shane. And we get the latest motorsport news in Uganda with reporter Rob Styles. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome uh, to the show. So it was his seventh overall victory in the event. Gary Shane, uh, the 2014 Africa Rally Champion, was the winner of the Bandama Rally over the weekend. Speaking through a translator, I started off by asking Gary how difficult the event was for him. Alors la victoire n'a pas été difficile. The event was not too difficult. I was well prepared. The rally car was in top condition and my crew was well prepared. All was set in terms of recce. We were in top form and well prepared for the rally. Nous avons fait de bonnes reconnaissances, donc nous avons mis toutes les chances de notre côté pour pouvoir remporter ce rally. Gary, you've always had an advantage in your home event. Any plans for competing in the Africa Rally Championship? Oui, effectivement, nous avons un avantage étant à domicile. Yes, we have home advantage. We have not participated in the African Championship since 2014, given the fact that it's a complicated rally to participate in, especially for us in West Africa. Rallies held in Eastern Africa call for a lot of logistics in our part. What are your thoughts on the top drivers skipping Ivory Coast due to the logistics? Can anything be done to change the logistics to make it easier for people to compete in Ivory Coast? Justement, c'est exactement le même problème qu'ils ont que j'ai. Well, it's more or less the same issues that I face when I decide to take part in rallies outside West of Africa. They would face logistical nightmares if they were to take part in a rally in West Africa. Indeed, they're dealing with one rally in West Africa, while we from West Africa have to deal with numerous rallies on the other side of Africa. It's extremely difficult in Côte d'Ivoire to participate in the African Championship rallies. That's the seven times Rally Bandama winner Gary Shanes. We'll be back. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. So, welcome back. Now, let's get the latest motorsport news from Uganda. Sir Rob Styles, uh, the Uganda Motorsports uh, reporter extraordinaire. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, there's been an event, a rally that was held, uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, and it was victory for Yasin Nasser uh, in that new R5. Yes, we had the uh, first round of the Uganda National Championship, and uh, of course Yasin Nasser uh, came out a victor after some good performance and maybe a misfortune uh, from Dan Kanemobiru, who was uh, leading the rally uh, throughout, uh, though later Yasin Nasser managed to win the event. All right, and it's proving to be a bit of a battle. Uh, we've got, of course, the new R5 or what we call the Rally 2 cars. Uh, how is that uh, making an impact in the Uganda Rally Championship? I think uh, right now, uh, due to the new car in the country, we can see 
uh, the pressure is mounting to some of the drivers and uh, of course the competition is rising among the drivers especially uh, the drivers with the short cars and uh, i think everyone is now thinking about uh, the short cars due to the impact uh, the speeds you know uh, fans are really getting excited uh, due to the new cars yes i may say the new cars i remember duncan Mobiri is running uh, for the fiesta proto uh, from uh, Nixon's and then uh, Ronald Tsebuguzi is running also a proto from Stake Motorsport Poland. Uh, surely the competition is rising among the drivers and you could say uh, they are making a difference now on the championship and looks like every driver will be looking at a short car uh, of course, to be able to compete uh, with these drivers, competition is rising and everything is changing. The dynamics of the sport is changing right now, uh, especially when you look at the drivers who are uh, driving the Group N cars. Uh, so everyone is now looking at uh, the new trend or the new cars as uh, something that giving them a run for their money. Uh, so it looks like they would also want to switch if they do have the money. Uh, but we would say uh, Yasin Nasa's car, the R5, is really making a difference. And uh, it looks like it's going to be the turning point of motorsport in Uganda. If I'm not wrong, I think there are now two R5s in Uganda, what we call the Rally 2 cars. But uh, Uganda at a crossroads, a bit like Kenya a few years ago, where drivers have to think now of the homologation of the cars. Uh, where, where, where do you see a motorsport heading in Uganda? Uh, surely we would need to look into that again, because uh, when you look at the, uh, our championship here, uh, these cars, the protocars, uh, they are classified as SPV or under SPV uh, category. So that means if you're running an SPV car here, uh, you will have a deduction of uh, 10 points. Uh, you, you don't score 100% on the championship. So I think uh, the federation or the, competi uh, the competitions committee has to sit down and revise the regulations. Uh, you know, to regulate that, to see how these cars uh, get to fit into the championship. And, uh, you know, uh, everyone uh, rides with the intention to win the championship. We either adjust and uh, make it uh, uh, like the cars have to score 100% or we make a different uh, championship uh, so that everyone in that category competes in that championship but scores 100%. Uh, that's what I think. If we uh, if we come out with that, I think it's even going to attract more uh, drivers or more competitors to come into uh, the championship because we really have uh, many drivers here, but some still are sitting out. Lately, we have had uh, some divisions, so we have been uh, competing under divisions. You know that is also there. The category is there, but then on the NROC, many drivers here we could say they are riding Group S uh, cars. And then others are riding now the SPVs and it looks like it's where we, we are heading to. That's what I think. Very, very interesting. Now, of course, we're expecting all the big drivers to compete this year. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy towards the end of the year when you were trying to uh, find out uh, who won the championship. Uh, just clarify for us uh, the national champion. 
Uh, yes, Byron Rugomoka and Akim Mawanda driving a Mitsubishi Evo X. They were declared the champions of 2022 uh, after, uh, I, I would say, a standoff. <laughs> uh, we had a crew uh, that was of Ponsiano Rakataka. They did not actually participate in the last event. Uh, that was uh, CMC Kalido Sugar Rally. There was some incidents that took place in, in that event uh, where we saw uh, Jonas Kansime. Uh, actually, Jonas Kansime was uh, also for the championship and then we had Byron Rugomoka vying for the championship and then uh, Ponsiano Rakataka who was leading the championship despite he was uh, absent in that event he did not take part uh, so now we had an incident uh, where we saw Jonas Kansime Okay, he was slowed down by Byron Rugomoka in a stage. Now, uh, the regulation uh, says if you are slowed by a failed driver or a failed competitor, you are not compensated with the time. Uh, so now, uh, actually, we saw still the same incident where Ronald Sebuguzi was slowed down by a zero-zero car. Now, a zero-zero car here, according to the regulations, uh, it's uh, categorized under the officials' cars. And uh, the regulation says, or states, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're slowed down by an official car, you are compensated with the time. So now, uh, that's where all the saga started from. Jonas Kansime logging in a complaint, and uh, he wasn't okay or contented with the results after the end of the rally. So he had to log in the complaint. And uh, later, uh, Jonas missed out on the podium. He did not go on the podium. So that's where it all started. After the rally, Ponciano Rakataka logged in a complaint saying, Jonas Kansime missed out on the podium, the Olympic style celebration. That means he's supposed to be extracted. At the point, his points from that rally uh, were supposed to be extracted from him and he, he wasn't scoring any point. Still, it was the same going to Byron Rugomoka, but Byron, what he did, uh, I think he was wise enough. Uh, he went and of course picked the trophies. However, he did not stand on the podium. So now the competitions committee came out with a ruling, uh, of course, to declare Byron Rugomoka simply because Byron Rugomoka showed up at the prize giving ceremony and picked up his trophies for that particular rally, a thing which uh, uh, Jonas Kansime did not do. Uh, so that's how Byron Rugomoka uh, ended up being the champion of 2022. And uh, that was all sorted. All right. Uh, of course, you've had a couple of events. Uh, you've had uh, the rally. You've had uh, autocross. Autocross is a slightly different format to what we have in Kenya, uh, but that was also very successful for you guys. Uh, the autocross, it was uh, very successful. Actually, it was uh, on one of the new tracks. We have we have just had that track, or we had that track uh, being commemorated last year, and uh, it came to use. It's a very nice track. It's a very challenging one. It, uh, actually, it's very loose. I think it, it really gives uh, the drivers some good experience. Uh, if you would see the gravel veranda, kind of like, so that's how the track looks like. Uh, we did not have a number or much number of co uh, competitors entering this event. We only had uh, 10, 10 drivers uh, participating in this event. And I think we had, we had four cadets. The cadets are the ones who are uh, starting, uh, who are starting. We have that category. Uh, but 
the general category, we had, of course, some senior drivers. Actually, Jonas Kansimi, who missed out on the championship last year. Uh, of course, winning uh, the, that weekend is autocross. Then we saw a young boy coming up. Uh, he's a son to one of our uh, legendary drivers, Kukuranjit. Uh, so he participated. Actually, he, he started uh, racing and uh, hopefully this year, if he finish up uh, with uh, autocross next year, we are expecting him to upgrade because I, I, I always talk to him. So uh, that's the plans he has. Motorsport is really promising. Uh, we had a very good event, though we do not have a number of uh, new drivers right now coming in. Uh, so that's all I can say about the autocross over the weekend. So you seem to be having it slightly different in Uganda where your rally entries are quite high. Uh, autocross entries are a bit lower. Uh, any reason why? I think uh, the reason why Uganda is now registering a high number of uh, entries in each and every rally I think the federation gave the sport uh, to the people. It gave the sport to local people. You can see we, we don't really have uh, that much uh, sponsors right now or lately. We do not have sponsors or sponsoring individual drivers. So you, you will find a few sponsors like three to five cars with uh, a number of sponsors, but still they do not give in uh, that much. Now, Ugandan people just love motorsport. The regulations uh, that regulate the cars that we use on the championship, they are favorable to all the drivers. You know, we can have locally uh, built cars, of course, uh, being being given waivers uh, to compete in these in, in in the championships. Yes, you come as long as the car passes the safety. Definitely, you will have to race, or you will have to race if you love racing, because as safety is paramount everyone is given a chance and we have many locally uh, built cars and uh, i think maybe that's where we are coming ahead of kenya and maybe the continent i don't know uh, recently how it works in kenya but that is it and i think kenya needs to look at uh, that as a reason you know uh, letting these locally built cars if they can pass safety and drivers comes back to race you know at a very low budget or at a very low cost uganda motorsport is a religion i'm very sure right now it has surpassed the football all right so a number of differences between kenya and uganda we're talking about climate change uh, kenya going through unprecedented dry weather which now is starting to affect uh, motorsport we're seeing a uh, motocross was supposed to be held uh, not this coming weekend but the following weekend at Jamhuri Park uh, the Katende brothers uh, there were reports that they might be competing in our local championship but that has had to be postponed uh, due to the unprecedented uh, dry weather uh, you've got a uh, motocross coming up uh, you know we saw in fact I was at the event uh, late last year uh, the Africa championship of course uh, what we call the regional championship between Kenya and Uganda and uh, you know across really thriving at the moment in Uganda. Uh, yes, uh, about uh, the Katende brothers uh, to participate in the Kenyan uh, motocross championship. Uh, right now, I'm not so sure, or oh, it's not verified yet, or oh, oh, I've not yet gotten the verification uh, about it. But what I know, the Katende brothers have been uh, regular participants in the Kenyan motocross championships, uh, some of the events. Uh, just as we see Kigen Mutuma in the 65cc, he has been a regular uh, container here. Actually, he has not 
not missed so many events uh, down here in Kampala. So if uh, it's uh, said like that, I'm very sure uh, the Katende brothers will be looking at that and I'm very sure they will utilize that chance. Uh, actually, this very year, uh, one of the Katende brothers, no, both both of them and uh, the 2022 African champion, uh, that's uh, Gift Sebuguzi, uh, I understand they will be uh, representing Uganda at the World Mini Motocross in 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 July, July, uh, I think, July or August, one of the eighth months. Uh, so I think uh, uh, if the Katende brothers are coming uh, to Kenya to participate in the uh, National Motocross Championship, I think it, this is uh, uh, one of uh, their plans, uh, of course, to be utilized uh, to participate in the World Mini Motocross, which is uh, due in August. Uh, uh, so I won't rule it out. Uh, we could be seeing the Katende brothers uh, regularly contending or competing on the Kenya Motocross Championship. Uh, so surely we are loving it, we are loving motocross. We are seeing a number of uh, riders now. Motocross is also growing, especially in the 50cc here in Kampala. Uh, 50cc, 65cc, 85cc, you know, those are the categories and these are the uh, categories where we see young riders, the emerging young riders. Uh, you can't believe in only one event we could have like i mean 17 riders you know in, in only one category over 17 riders uh the only class where we are having uh a low number of uh, riders we have the mx2 and mx1 we have a number like of uh, five riders five to six and uh, sometimes they're not around we had a breakaway faction uh, that was of mao uh, but uh late last year of course, we saw Mao coming back uh, to the FMU. And of course, the riders had to come back and uh, unite. And uh, this uh, very year in MX1, uh, the, the opening of the season, we saw them still coming back. Uh, apart from the Olandi brothers, I think uh, their schedule is really tight because I saw them again competing in South Africa still this very month. And actually, I saw Zita Aviv. Aviv, of course, uh, finishing second. Yes, in the Red Bull something. Uh, the rest which was in South Africa. I think that was last weekend or a week before. Uh, so we are expecting them to come back in MX2, actually, which is coming next weekend. Uh, this weekend, sorry, not next weekend. This weekend, so MX2 will be running uh, in uh, central Uganda, in the part of uh, Kalisizo. Uh, that's massacre. Uh, so we will see, actually, we are expecting riders from Kenya still to come and participate in this event. Riders like uh, Masalule Kitui will be here in Kampala. We are Rohan Gandhi. Uh, those uh, will be competing under MX2 and we are expecting them to, to be here. And, and I think that uh, that really uh, boost, uh, boost our championship. In, in, in this weekend's race, and that's the MX2. Uh, so surely motocross is growing. If we could always have uh, our Kenyan brothers coming to participate and then the Ugandan brothers coming, uh, I mean, going uh, coming to Nairobi to participate in the uh, championship, surely that means the sport is growing, uh, especially here in Uganda. Very, very interesting. Our thanks as always to Uganda's top uh, motorsports reporter, Sir Rob Styles, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. You're welcome, Sean. I'm really pleased to speak to you. And uh, <laughs> thank you so much to Lee, who is producing the stuff.
Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks once again to Gary Shane and Rob Styles. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. See you next week.